podcast has changed my life. Man, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! I'm in the Daily Mail this week. <laughs> I'm all over it. <laughs> I Me saw and this. Denya. It's my 15 minutes of gossip trash fame. Totally. And it's so exciting. But also, do you know what? I don't know how much you read the story. Long story short. Mm. I did a joke years ago and Grant Daniel was in the audience. And then I saw him after and we said hi or whatever. But like very jokingly. Mm. And I told that story on a podcast. But hang on, what happened during the the show? I just said, I did a joke, a reference to him smoking meth. Yeah. Okay. Which... And then... Is true? <laughs> well, this is a thing because I've had his wife in my DMs this week mm. and we've been messaging. We're very, we get on quite well now. Like and that's, we've been messi- that's your attempt to ingratiate yourself to Grant Denya is to slide into the DMs of his beloved. No, she messaged me. Sure. That would be crazy to slag him off. <laughs> then <laughs> exactly. I get in. I'm like, baby, you got to leave this dude. <laughs> <laughs> but then hang on. He has some sort of history with drugs to set the scene here, right? Well, that's a, it. Was I don't know if it's a rumor or whatever. I don't think it's a rumor. Look, I don't know, but it's I, like I googled apparent- it. He he was he was on he was in hospital because he was coming off like pain medication. I think he was addicted to pharmaceuticals. Oh well, she said that it's all. In, she was like the magazines make up all this bullshit. That's what she said to me when we were messaging, and I'm I was like, it. totally. But anyway, I re- it was in the news at the time. I think when I made the stand-up joke. He's been open about about his past addiction to painkillers, revealing he became hooked on the drugs while recovering from a monster truck accident (laughs) 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 that left him with a broken back in 2008. I remember one night I left my house in my undies to go get some scotch. I don't know how that relates to the thing before, but you know how Google kind of has like a relevant quote out of an article. And this is... um, this is a relevant quote from from your article. The, the AdelaideNow.com.au has a story on this. They've so it's not the just story. Daily Mail. It's picked up. Dude, it's moving around the place. So then you have just gone on a, a podcast. Well, there was this, yeah, this podcast interviewing comedians, I guess for Adelaide Fringe or something. Gotcha. And okay. the guy just asked me a few questions. Mm. What's That's a pretty weirdest... standard question. Like, has, yeah, have you ever done a joke where someone's in the crowd or whatever? Exactly. And then I quickly tell this story. The story can't go for more than 13 seconds. 13 and, seconds. And then it becomes this news story. And it's oh like, my and God. then I got sent it. Zero to day. Daily Mail in 13 seconds. I know. That's my the title of um, my second I'm doing two shows now at Comedy Festival. Um, this is the second one. But anyway, then, so then I have to. Um, I've been messaging her, his wife now, which is so like the she worst. she hit you up. So then let's have a look. Adelaide Fringe Festival comedian, so there's some promo there for the advertiser, confronted by Grand, Grand Dude, Denya over bad. drug joke. So she's seen this and she's gone, God, we don't want um, our family, particularly my beautiful husband, to be perceived as someone my who can't take a joke. small husband. Exactly. Is he here? Is he in the room? Is he not here? Is he doing drugs? Is he kind of... Lost in the drugs, you know what I mean? Is he in the monster truck? <laughs> yeah, monster Why truck. Why was, was he in just, the monster truck? It was probably truck? just a normal car. <laughs> it was like a normal van. And he's like, fuck, I broke my back in a monster truck. My lord, no, the, doc, you should have seen reporter, how huge it was. <laughs> the doctors that pulled him out were like, in comparison, it must be a monster truck. <laughs> We've seen the photos, unless there was some weird change of perspective, some sort of <laughs> app filter that we've never heard of, that was a monster truck and a half surgeon. 
It's the funniest way to get hooked on painkillers. A monster truck accident. <laughs> that should be the headline. That really should be the headline. Anyway, so she's seen it and then she was like, Sam, I need more information about this confrontation where fielding calls. People oh my are God, emailing yeah. us. We need to respond. She was like getting on the back foot and she's like, please tell me when the confrontation happened. Um, and then she said, Grant, it's not like, wait, let me read it to you. Yeah. Oh, no, maybe I shouldn't. She was so nice. I do like her. Oh, give actually, us the no, there's nothing bad. Yeah. We're like on quite good terms, actually. Exactly. Maybe two good terms, you could argue. Yeah, Inappropriate totally. amount of terms. Yeah, she, like I don't think he knows we're messaging. <laughs> and he would hate this. <laughs> um, he probably oh, yeah, can't pick said, up her phone to, to check what's on her phone because he's the size of a phone. That's it. It's too big. He doesn't have the the strength. How many more of these up. do you reckon we can do? Oh, <laughs> it would be like him picking up like a normal a phone for him is like a fridge for everyone else. You know? Exactly, it's just impossible. <laughs> when when fridges came out with like the internet on it, he's like, "What do you mean? The phone's already a fridge." <laughs> I don't get why that's good new technology. Okay, she goes. Oh yes, we have no recollection of this happening at all. We have to now address this, so can you please share with me the location, date, and name of the show, please? And then she said, um, people joke about us, about this and many other great mag stories we've had over the years. We normally laugh at it. We get the humour, which I liked. Oh, that's nice. So that's cool because that means that she cares about what you think of her. That's kind of her trying to put out the fire. She would have presumed, because she's a pro by now, that um, you know this is all a bit of a beat-up. And that you're not mad, but, you know, you could be still kind of fuming from this confrontation. So she's putting out that fire. But then I love how just like pro she is. She's just like, give us the date, give us yeah. the uh, information, and then we'll take it from here. We know what to do when we get oh. calls from the press. Dude, totally. And I sent back the soppiest reply. Like I what? was like, I'm a, like, big, oh, fan you, a big fan of uh, your husband, but even a bigger fan of you, my lot. Well, I thought about doing that because she's got heaps of followers. She's got oh, like a hundred thousand. So I was like, she, I think, is famous as well. What does she do? But Give I, me. A, get, can I guess what she does? I don't know, but let's have a look. Yeah, you have some guesses. I'm going to guess that she has a podcast where she talks about wellness, and she's got a book about like techniques for keeping fit and she seems to have an interest in yoga oh dude you're <laughs> you're pretty close yes 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 she yes. has a podcast yeah called it's an all true podcast okay which are, i don't know what that's a it's all it's her and denya oh right okay so oh, they do cute. a podcast together that's quite nice mm. she's a tv producer Okay. I don't know what that is. And then she has a, a YouTube channel called Mummy Time TV, which I think she's trying to pitch like a show to get Mummy off the Mummy Time TV. God, I should have picked that. But can I say that's just wrong. I, I, I had her pegged as, you know, a, a celeb's wife, classic kind of yoga wellness person. But no, she's a TV production person. She's that's how they met. The ground, she was married. Surely. Was she married? How do you know this? She was, um, he, he was on I'm a Celebrity a few oh years ago. Oh, my God. And what, he revealed her husband. The, no, she was married to her ex-husband when he met her and they started having a fling. So she worked on I'm a Celebrity? Uh, oh, she, I have no idea. No, was but she Grant one of the was challenges? on. No. <laughs> so I kissed this what beautiful you? lady. He's like, I don't get why this is a weird one. Break up her marriage? That would be a great, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a great challenge. Do you want to put your hand in a thing of spiders or do you want to become the reason for a broken home? <laughs> An emotional damage. 
Well, she would no. She was. I don't know if she was on it. He was on it. He told the story. Yeah, but what's that? Got to, oh, he told the story then about. That's how. how that's the, how oh, okay. that story has come out. But anyway, gotcha. she's cool. I sent back a very. Yeah, you're deep in Grant Daniel gossip. <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude. I know. Okay, I've been, don't you know? Two seasons ago on on the celebrity on. Episode I've been talking. See, I've been his talking about Daniel so much. <laughs> I didn't even know he hosted Family Feud anymore. But that's like a big gig that he does now. Yeah, that's that's what I know him from. Oh, you don't know him from the weather. Oh, back in the day, like, but no offense to weathermen, you know, they're a dime a dozen. These guys, they're they're interchangeable Man, to some degree. He was that, pretty a long-standing one, and that but was big. Family like feud people guy were watching. T really, he's Family Feud guy. Yeah, he then went on to be kind of like a. Now he's in a stable of like top-tier TV hosts. I would say. I would you, say there's almost no one bigger. Well, there's in a terms lot of, people of host- bigger. <laughs> 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 That's another one. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he's he's up there, maybe with Wilco, your mate. Oh, Wilkins. Oh, but he's a bit more specific, I suppose. Yeah, what, but what like about, Wilkins um, couldn't host. I would say it's him and the vet. Sonia Kruger. And Osher. Osher is up there. Osher maybe number one. Osher, yes, Sonia. Osher and, and Sonia are up top. Then I think we have a second tier where we've got Denya. And who and is the your vet, other one? Maybe the vet. Who, Chris the Brown. vet. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. But these he are does, like, um, these are celebrity. They're just presenters, hosts. Like they have no other talents. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Denya can drive a monster truck, not very and well, what, but like. And the other one's a vet. Well, okay. <laughs> it's like one of the most difficult things to be. No other skills. These fucking morons. These fucking losers. This guy. He just knows how to, you know, save a dog's life. But other than that, no, I mean in like the entertainment field. Yes, totally. So these are hosts. But I think he's a very good host of Family Feud. I like the guy. I so think he's w- funny. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Are you going... What are you, what are you going to do from here? Well, I just hope... I want to get... I want to do... I want to collaborate with Grant, I mm. think. I think that would be ideal. No, well, I, I smoothed it all over with yep. um, his wife. Said, I'm a big fan. Mm. This is the real... This is the story. Sensational. How do you, how do you know that she's smooth? What... what? She sent me some pictures. Okay, no. interesting. Um, no, she was like, sent me. She love hearted my message. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, and then said, okay, "No worries, xxx." That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But, that's affection. Um, Did you follow her? Yeah. <laughs> Did she yeah. follow back? Oh, I think she followed me back. Followed me the day. I think she followed me first. Oh, to um. To initiate contact. So she could message me. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's not bad. See, this is what happens. You know, you go on a podcast, you make a little joke, you then you all of a sudden Grant Denya's wife's following you. Like it's all, yeah. you know, but I want to get De- I want to get Denya's Denya to follow me now. But anyway, I think it's all all blown over. But I would be upset if Denya was forever upset with me. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people um around his height are often throwing tantrums. Um, so I think he would make an effort to distinguish himself from that and would be quite kind of even-tempered. If I So you think say. he doesn't want to get confused as like a toddler? Exactly. I think saying? if he was too yeah. cranky, people would be like, is that a toddler over there? Oh my God. Or is it a man? <laughs> Have um, you met him? Like how short is he? Look, all I know about him is that he's short. This is the trouble this with what these pe- guys. Yeah, people say he could be like 5'10". He probably is just like <laughs> normal height, but like has a go-to thing. And once you're known as a thing, it's like, um, it's like you're known for... Uh, doing a show where Grand Denny was there. It's like, you don't want to let go of that. Like that becomes your mm. thing forever. Well, it's, it gives you something, you know, yeah, but something to never, talk about at all times. 
Exactly. And, and you never want to let that go. And that beca- becomes the thing that defines you kind of like this thing with your show at, with Grant Denier there. It's going to be your defining thing, the way that people Hopefully. perceive you for the rest of your life. Yeah. As the guy that took down Denier. Well, not took down, just kind of referenced him once. And then he was upset with you. And like, that's kind of going to be think- your defining thing. I don't think it'll be a defining thing, but I think it will make up. Well, it'll be part of the rich tapestry that shapes yes. uh, who I am and how people know me. But Denya, <laughs> well, so he was a he was a car driver, and I know we made fun oh, about that. Oh, was he? He was he was a race car driver. Okay, like, that makes drove a bit V8, more sense. V8 supercars of and why he was in a monster truck and why he's so small. Only small why guys can small. fit in those cars, dude. That that's what I was going to say. The tiny guys have to yeah. get in the cars. So he's got a bit, and you know, he then bought a house in. This is how much he loves motor racing. <laughs> you know bought everything a, about him, dude. Bought a house in Bathurst, set up a right. ra- when he was doing breakfast radio, set up a studio out there. God, okay, that's not too bad. I like the idea that, like, you know, because sports people are often jocks in school, and mm. they play sports in schools because the best sports people they they start at a young age, and generally, at least in Australia and definitely in America, these uh, sporty guys they're the cool guys. In the uh, in the schools, and they're the jocks, and, and and they get the girls, and they're they're big, and they're strong, and they're tough, mm. and they're fast, and we love them. But then small guys like Daniel, they're looking around, they're like, God, I can't do this physically. I'm gonna need to, I'm not gonna need a machine. <laughs> I'm not gonna need to augment my physical capabilities with some sort of extra metal and, <laughs> and engines and stuff. And they get in, they squeeze into a car, and then they start. He's like a, in the there. little guy in like, is it Star Wars when there's like the big robot walking, and then there's a guy in the head <laughs> exactly. just like with the levers. <laughs> yeah, he'd love that. He'd love to just to be a bigger man, but he's controlling the man. He did the big man. Exactly. He's down. He's down at the Bathurst racetrack, being like, "Do we have any uh, big men that you can control from inside and just kind of walk around and go to school and like maybe even give someone a kiss?" And they're like, well, "No, just a car." He's like, "That'll do." Dude, maybe that's the future because humans are getting bigger and bigger, right? Mm. As like if you so apparently like three hundred years ago we're all like five foot or something, right? Now totally, we're huge. So that's Jesus the was a, a tiny guy. How tall was Jesus? They say like four foot or something. No. Well, shorter, yeah. It was like 2,000 years ago. They were tiny. Imagine meeting Jesus now. He's four yeah. foot. And he's like, I'm going <laughs> to make water into wine. He's exactly. like, you're it's so like, small, dude. I'm with you on like the feed the poor, but like, my God, you need a fucking snack, mate. <laughs> you're malnourished. <laughs> you look terrible. Well, you'd be trying to spread his message and be like, you know Jesus? Yeah, real short guy. Real, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, guy never wears shoes and he's tiny. <laughs> Trying to like lead the crowd, they're like, "Everyone's like, where is he? We don't see this guy." <laughs> it's like he this tries to. Because now you'd have to do so much PR. Like every show, panel show, you'd have to go on. They'd have to like prop him <laughs> up on a seat. Exactly. He's in a big crowd trying to like spread the good news. It's like I've got some bad news for you, mate. You're fucking <laughs> tiny. You're small as hell. But I've got some good news. There's some platform shoes in the bag. Pop them on. No, no wonder all the um all the fishes and the loaves of bread went a long way. Like he didn't make more magically. It's just everyone was tiny and they weren't even a little skerrick of it. Dude, absolutely. That's what, yeah, they don't think, no one talks about, that's so crazy. He was four foot. Anyway, Denya's <laughs> probably a bit more. And a lot like and Jesus in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will follow him to <laughs> the too. end of my showbiz career. <laughs> anyway, Which, I'm just saying mm. the future is these tall television hosts. Daniel, mm. so tiny. Maybe he's looking. If he lives for a, a really long time, mm. they could create a big TV host that's normal size. Yeah, and then he goes inside, drives yeah. from the inside, 
and he still gets to do his love, which is hosting TV shows. That'd be awesome. Like, and might be already happening. Like, imagine if one day, you know, Tom Gleason is hosting Hard Quiz and he turns around and there's Daniel in there. It's like, it's, oh it's been God. Daniel the whole time. Fuck, that's really good. <laughs> but then also that's maybe... really, really good. <laughs> what if like, I think Daniel is like Leighton Hewitt. Because you know how I like, think of them very similar, right? They kind of look the same in my head. Totally. And like generally hosts of things... Um, unfortunately still, I think they're more often men. And I think it's partly because people kind of want or expect, they maybe don't even want it, but they, they've come to expect from that just being how it's done. They are like a commanding presence who's kind of in charge and it makes you comfortable about the, the presentation, whether it's a TV show or a live show kind of going well and like tallness we associate with kind of that commanding presence. And I think, you know, often tall men will be the host of something but then comes in this short guy this tiny little yeah, guy this little the smallest man jesus size and it's yeah and he's like up you know at the net he's volleying he's like a serve and volley guy he's like got different skills he's zipping and zapping he's, he's running quickly back and forth between the family few desks and it's like we haven't seen this before uh, but pretty soon we move on and then there's you know greats come in like your osher ginsburgs or ginsburg so he's but, like um, your novak yeah, I think. Are we yeah. still doing the Leighton Hewitt analogy? Uh, yeah, we are. So yeah. like, because <laughs> Hewitt was like number one for a little bit there in like two thousand and one, but was quickly yeah. surpassed. He by won your two two slams though. Nothing to exactly you know, be oh, sneezed at. Fantastic, and always kind of was never out of it. You know what I mean? A hard fighter, hard worker. Well, we love that Australian, didn't we? He was <laughs> racist. <laughs> well, I was looking up recently. Apparently, you know Novak. Yeah. Did was in a racist incident when he was. 17 he was playing a black guy an american black guy in tennis and the umpire was black and he said uh, something along the lines of like the, the umpire made a call he didn't agree with and he was like well you're friends with the other guy and implied they were what? mates because of their race and then oh the game was immediately canceled the umpire was like that's it no you can't really that. like that's a that's you know, crazy a, confidence as a 17 like i didn't even understand racism at 17 well, I think that's a lot of racism. It's not complex. It's just like you. No, but like I didn't guy. even. I didn't. I hadn't even had anything explained to me. Yeah, you know, but I like think that's there was. What leads I to didn't the wouldn't racism. have even known that black people might be friends. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You see music videos. They're hanging out. Like, <laughs> oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. But you see white people. I mean, you see yeah. white and black people hanging out. We get I mean, but it. Novak's also from Serbia, and I don't know. There's probably not a lot, of, a lot of black people there. No, exactly. And he was young, so I don't bring this up to um, to shame him necessarily. I think he did his. I time think he's with that. got other issues to worry about at the moment he, about he getting does. shamed publicly. Leighton Hewitt in 2000 or something did a similar thing. What? He, um, there was a black lines person, and he and I think he was playing a black player, and he went. He said something that implied that the the lines person was. Um, friends with the black player and there was there were no repercussions because you know 20 years earlier 15 years earlier or whatever so they didn't well, cancel more tolerance the for game for hewitt for hewitt no it's it also like the these guys have got a like they're tennis players how many tennis players are friends with the linesman surely <laughs> not <laughs> they were not like surely none yeah. is the answer the it's like the they're US the nerd <laughs> exactly hey that linesman want to get a beer at the pub <laughs> afterwards would love to have a few beers with that linesman. With the yeah, linesman. Really? Hey, really mean like a the couple way. of the... 
when I make the smallest mistake possible, you go, ah! you scream at me. I love that about you. I'd love to hang out and pick your brain, find out more about you. <laughs> me and a couple of the ball boys are going out to a steakhouse after if you want to tag along. <laughs> oh, please. We need some ball boys there. They're going to get ID'd. They're not going to be let in, but I'm going to get them into the VIP area because I need to know what makes them tick. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, that's crazy. The um, Man, they're racist. What were we talking about? Well, I don't know. I feel like it's very funny as well because I know that there's been a few things that have gone on with you this week. One of them is that you did a podcast and a story was in the Daily Mail about you and Grant Denyer. The other oh, yeah. one is that you have COVID-19. I currently have COVID-19. That's correct. We should have started with this. Well, it's funny to be... Can I mean, we put good, this at the start of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. It is weird that that's more on your mind, you being <laughs> in a tabloid as having some sort of association with Grant Denyer than your lungs filling up with water. Dude, and they're not filling up. It's like, it's more just like there was already fluid in there. I think. Yeah. That's what I think it was. The worst part about COVID-19, mm. um, which I currently have, yes. um, is... We've been I've saying been, it's very funny to refer to yourself as having COVID nineteen. I've I have COVID nineteen. I've been telling you. I've not when people are like, Have you tested positive? I say in full, I've tested positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> it's so it's the most famous I have disease. Right now. I've never had a disease so famous. <laughs> totally. Oh, I don't know. Can I say the flu was way worse? The flu is I suppose not as famous. It's just not in the news as much. You know what I mean? You people don't know hear about, about it. it it's more like famous on the streets. Or maybe you know, people cancer. talk about it at school. Cancer is up there. But cancer is pretty again, famous. But it's not in the news. It's not like it's just not it's as much on TV. In the news. You know what? AIDS, AIDS, AIDS is famous. Well, it was famous. Kind was it of. bigger? Do you reckon it was bigger than COVID? No, because it, I think it only affected certain people it, it affected gay people way more so it was kind of written off in, in the early days when they didn't know about it as yeah, uh, then, being related to being gay so then you know they're like a minority so it wasn't taken as seriously but then do you think it was i think it's been spoken as it's kind of disappeared from public view and it's yeah. kind of maybe affected even though i think there's still i don't know mm. 40 million people that have it around the world yeah like i think covid will dis people will stop talking about it aids i think lingers because I of wonder, the gay thing and because it's like got, it sounds like different, like AIDS. And when we logged on, so when we were like old enough to start having memories and start watching shows and stuff, late 90s, mm. I think AIDS was then starting to be joked about a little bit. Um, oh. Because like edgy comedy was a bit in. It was kind of like an edgy thing. It's like, who do you get AIDS? You know, that was kind of like a thing in like South Park or whatever. I remember Family Guy had a, had a bit where a doctor sings, you've got AIDS, you've got the AIDS. Really? Do you remember You've got this? the AIDS. Yeah, it was like a funny... It, that's my bit. That's my COVID-19 bit, basically. Well, but it, 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 I suppose it feels a bit more edgy because maybe it has this association with, um, with gay people, but then also I feel like it's just the word, like AIDS, whereas COVID-19 kind of sounds Dude, a also, bit more futuristic and less like... COVID-19, I hate the number in it. Yeah, it, it feels so mm. like just... It feels like they haven't named... You know when they, they haven't named a hurricane yet? Yeah, and, th and and then it's like someone's got to be like it's called it feels a, like a placeholder. Tracy or something. Yeah, it's like when are we going to get to the real name it and does. call it? Because Corona at, le at the we had one actually. It was called coronavirus. Yeah, that was but fine. No, that's, but that's a general kind of catch-all. That's like a descriptor of like a 
a bigger category of viruses. Hey, yeah. when you were five, like five years ago, 10 years ago, imagine if you looked into the future and you saw that in the same week you would be featured in the Daily Mail in association with Grant Denyer and you would contract COVID-19. You'd mm. be like, that is the most futuristic shit. It's like, it sounds like the career's going all right, but COVID-19, like, I don't like the sound of that. You're like, let's talk more about that COVID-19 thing. What is that one? And then, but the then if you read... You short? Did Grant Denyer give me the COVID-19? That's why Grant Denyer's angry at me. That's why there was a confrontation. <laughs> exactly. Um, but COVID-19 sounds... Wait, even if you wrote down what happened... Mm. Even now, if you're like, I'm trapped in my home till Sunday. Mm. If you told me that five years ago, I'd be like, holy shit. But it's actually fine. Yeah. I mean, what have you been doing? Just watching shows? Watching you're shows? Watching Question Time yesterday. Which is yeah, I was talking to you when I was watching Question God, Time. God, that's a low. I just call you and you're like, yeah, watching Question Time. <laughs> really? You don't got binge yet, mate? Dude, I do have binge. And I watch Mr. Inbetween on that. But there's only so many things you can watch. Yeah. Then it's you also like... Go, you want some reality. Man, it's also like easy because when you have COVID-19 and hopefully you get it one day to experience this, Tom, nah. you kind of do get quite tired and you just kind yeah. of sit on the lounge and you drift in and out. <laughs> when you have COVID-19. And, and when you have COVID-19. One of the Dude, we were going to fucking do this podcast last night and I was like, you know, I called you in the day and I'm like, yeah, let's do it the Savo. Like if you're feeling up for it, I'll, I'll, um, I'll you know, touch base like the Savo. And I text you and you're like, oh, yeah, no. Nah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit gassed. It's like <laughs> you're not gassed. You've got COVID nineteen. It's not the same as just being a bit gassed after a long day. No, dude, you know, I've just been working hard. I've been putting it in, you know. <laughs> yeah, a bit tired. Yeah, a bit gassed. A bit tired, mate. Burning the candle at both ends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, ridiculous. I am, but it is. T- but question time's been perfect for that because you pop it on, mm. you drift in and out. You wake up and they're still talking. You kind of don't miss anything, really. You get to see the Prime Minister. Because you only ever see the Prime Minister in, like, sound bites. You see him on the news. But then you get to see him, like, talk normally. And he's great. He's very good. He's charismatic. (laughs) They're all good, to be honest. Him and Alba, I'm like, you guys should team up. You guys are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was kidding with the great, but, yeah, I definitely have watched that and thought, like, fuck, it's tough. Because I feel like you watch the sound bites. I don't know about you. Part of you thinks like I could do this, you know what I mean? It doesn't seem that oh yeah difficult, time. but yeah, when you see him in the in the in the parliament, uh, it's awesome. Getting getting asked questions and getting argued with and getting yelled at, it's like fuck. The, it's and they're naughty, pretty high but, stress. But to people's face, they just say the meanest things. They'd be like, "Mr. Speaker, I think you'll find that the member for Warringah is nothing yeah. but a lying, fraudulent <laughs> disgrace to the Australian name." And everyone like cheers and shit. It's like imagine if you said that to someone in public at the pub. Well, you can't get sued for defamation in there, so it's like this weird exception where you can say whatever you want without getting sued. What? So you can? Is that why? Um, parliamentary privilege. I thought that it was related to expensing. No, that's when they go in <laughs> and they can say whatever the fuck they want and you can't get sued. So they oh. all have like, often they won't say shit until they get into parliament and then parliament sits again and they're like, he's a fucking psychopath. And it's like, yeah. you were talking good stuff before, but now you're saying it. <laughs> it is cool. Get sued. I like when they bring props in. Like I remember, mm. obviously, when... Pauline Hanson dressed in a burqa. That was so exciting. Mm. Uh, very offensive, but like, yeah. oh my God. Got tongue, tongues what, wagging. What point was she trying to make again? Uh, 
Yeah, what was it? It's one of those ones. It's like, does she even know what she's saying? She's just like, so see, isn't this crazy? It's not what I'd usually do. I think she was just... (laughs) Yeah, you look... Yeah. I think she just wanted like someone to be like, well done for buying a... Like, where'd you get the burqa? Like, she wanted some kind of... Or she wanted to be like, see, they look... They look... Maybe she was going for the positive thing. She was like, they look pretty good, huh? I don't think she was going for the positive thing. I don't know exactly what she was trying to say, but I don't or think she was trying to Or was she trying to, to say like, that it's like you would beautiful. know who she was? I think she was because trying to say that... Because you couldn't see her. Yeah, it's impractical or something, but it's like, but we know who's under there. She went and <laughs> sat at her designated <laughs> seat. Yeah, exactly. You've got a designated seat, first of all. And second of all, who the fuck else in here would pull this stunt? Like, it's um, clearly you. Or when someone bought... Maybe it was Scott Morrison. Oh, no, Tony Abbott or someone bought in a lump of coal. That was cool. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I forget who that was. I think to bring in. I mean, they should do more of that or dress up or like. I don't know. I I find the whole thing annoying because it does remind me of like the. But this is why you don't watch it. I watch so it's debater energy, and I don't like all the jeering. It's like posh guys going, "Oh yes, well that was a fantastic burn." Like, oh, he got him. Oh, it's like, oh, this is. But can I say, as someone like children, as someone who doesn't really know what's going on, Mm. if there wasn't the cheering or the booing. I yeah. wouldn't know if it was a good point or a bad point. I yeah, wouldn't even know when the point's over. I would be like they're just talking you don't in a know monologue. Whether it's good or not, based on the fucking cheering, either because it's like either people on the opposite team or on the team of the person speaking that are cheering. So that, this is that's misleading cheering. There's, we need objective. No, people but at cheering. least I know that that's they're getting to the end. You know, like otherwise, oh, I would have man. no idea. This is a low bar for what you want from our parliament, <laughs> Tom. Like, yes, no, it is good that the jeering signifies when someone's finished a sentence. This is actually very helpful for me because I have absolutely no comprehension skills whatsoever. Tom, I have COVID nineteen, <laughs> and it's 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 really it's really affecting my ability to uh, think. It is actually I can't stress how tired I am, yeah, and that really. is one that is one thing that. <laughs> I didn't really think about. It's so funny to insist on still doing a podcast when you have COVID nineteen. No, because I, you don't feel that bad. This you yeah. you go through phases with COVID nineteen, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you feel good, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to do something, and then you hit the wall, and then you yeah. get. But dude, I've given it to COVID nineteen to my girlfriend. Yeah, that was a bad mistake because she's oh way God. sicker, she's way sicker than I am. There's two of you with it now. It's COVID thirty eight. <laughs> you can use that one if you want. Well, I'm going to go first down the door. <laughs> Jules. Jules, this will cheer you up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. I don't know how your maths is. If it's any, if it's as good as me knowing when sentences end, we're fucked here. But hear me out. Um, you've got. You can't find anywhere to live at the moment. I'm. Well, yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm maybe almost in the news again. My whole, <laughs> we're we're in the fucking news, guys. That's no. Nothing. Are you wait? Are you back in the news? I've had a few journalists hit me up again, <laughs> dude. Because the I last know, podcast like, was a wonderful little breakdown of the real estate rental saga, <laughs> and are you telling? And we were joking about what's next. Have you stumbled going. upon what's next? Well, it's still fucking happening. Basically, what happened is. Well, I mean, the first thing to say is that now it's less funny because now I do actually need a place. I was looking for quite a while because I knew that my um, tenancy was going to wrap up because my sister's moving overseas. So when I had like a month uh, to look, yeah, I was being pretty selective and I was like asking the landlords for references and stuff, kind of joking around. And Mm. 
um, knew I had that time to play with, but now I've literally got to move out this weekend. So it's like, <laughs> actually, it's quite stressful. And but then also, I'm you're moving out this weekend. It's like, what you can't move in anyway. You've left it so late. Oh, no, but you can. That's the thing. And that's what's good is because when you're a month out, when you apply for a place, it, you're less likely to get it because they want someone who moves in immediately because oh. then you'll start paying rent immediately. Gotcha, gotcha. So the closer you get to the actual time where you want to move, the better an applicant you are because, uh, yeah, the the, the So when you can be like, hey, I can move in right now. They, exactly. love they love that. They love that, exactly. Uh, so basically, I yeah decided with a friend to... Um, to look for a place and we applied for a place in Piemont and we we gave them well, we offered 110 bucks more than the asking price like it was now a that's good, crazy so you thought the place was lot. undervalued it was undervalued definitely and also there were like 20 people there and this was like one of the last places that was that we'd looked at and like it was kind of like a last ditch effort and I'm like fuck it also like that's Similar cost to what I'd be paying if I went with a one bedroom. Oh, um, okay. I see what you're saying. So I had some room to play with there. And yeah, I just fucking needed a place. But anyway, we, um, yeah, the, the landlord, oh, sorry, the real estate hit me up and we were like texting because we submitted applications and then he wanted a few more uh, details from me, which is a good sign. I'd also called him and we, we, oh, we'd actually put in offers before we even inspected. Because I saw the listing as soon as it came up and like called the real so estate. So basically, you've done everything a perfect applicant could oh, do. You've offered, totally. you know, you've made their life so easily. You've offered one hundred and ten dollars above the asking price. It's crazy, and so he then texts me going, "Yeah, he's like, can you send me a bank statement?" Blah blah. blah. And then he goes, "Are you going to ask me for a landlord reference?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck, I've, this is I've already applied." I'm like, "God damn it, this was what I was fearing." And this is where under some of the other videos, people have commented like. Oh, you're going to have trouble getting future places? And I'm like, oh, no, I won't. Like, no one's... No one's going to be that petty. But was the guy no doing it with a petty. cheek? Was it a wink? Like, it was it like, ha, 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 well, this is very text. funny. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Because he was like a young guy. He was probably like 25. And I'm like, He reads pedestrian. Guy. He reads exactly. junkie. <laughs> yeah, he's on TikTok. And he it's sees like, okay. you there. He's probably so a fan. Well, well actually, I'm he's definitely not a fan. But like... <laughs> he's not a fan. <laughs> But he's probably, I reckon for him, it would be a good story if he rented a place to the guy that was doing the landlord reference thing. So because in any com- if any community is talking about it, it would be real estate uh, agents. So I feel like, yeah, it would just be like interesting for him. He doesn't care. So I just, I replied saying, ha ha, nah, that hasn't worked out for me in the past. Like cry laughing emoji, kind of joking around with him. Of course, if the landlord has one lying around, I wouldn't mind having a peek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's yeah, like, uh, this is fun on a thread, you know, this is good. I mean, yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay, this is okay. He's like, ah, no worries. I could always ask. To be clear, are you legitimately interested in securing this property? Which is a very fair question, I think, because like I was kind of trolling last time. So yeah, I'm but like, I don't I don't like this at all. I think that's, yeah. like, that's him already being like snarky, showing his hand. Yeah, you think? Maybe because it's like if he, I totally get that first comment being like, ha ha ha, um, are you gonna ask? That's a bit of fun, it acknowledges the situation, it breaks the ice, if you will. Yes, totally. It's like now I know he knows, yeah, 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 and then you can kind of all get on. But then this next one, be like, just to be clear, are you wasting our time or not? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a fair thing to ask, but if he was actually curious, but if he did think that I was legitimate and he's just kind of flexing his power, then that would be annoying. I had no choice other than to be suck-uppy. So I just said, 
yes, I had uh, time to look around a few weeks ago. Now I need a place by this weekend. So very interested, exclamation mark. He's like, no problem. We should have approval shortly. So he's like, I'm going to approve you. That's what's implied that's, there. That's great news. And I'm but like, that also perp- doesn't happen that quick, does it, normally? Oh, so these, yeah, they often like, they, they get back to you in like three or four hours after the inspection. Wow. Or they say they will. They say they can get back day of or maybe the next morning. So he said, yeah, either this evening or tomorrow morning. He was kind of enjoying uh, the texts, I think. He was kind of enjoying being like the point man. I think he was quite a young guy. And then I'm like, incredible, <laughs> thanks heaps. And then he's like, no worries. The next day we get an email saying approved. Uh, so, so we're Hallelujah. Approved. Fantastic. And then Congrats, I call him. Tom. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. I call him. I'm like talking about because I need to, you know, figure out when exactly we can move in there and whether we can like sign the lease and get the keys in the next few days because I've got to move my stuff on the weekend. And he's like, yep, that'll be fine. He, um, there's like something with the blinds where he's like, oh, yeah, we just need to fix up one thing with the blinds. And he had a conversation with my mate where he was like, doing a big show of yeah i'll sort that out don't worry i'll sort that out oh i've got God. you i'll sort that out like he's loving being the, the man in charge and then two hours later he calls me back and he's like i'm sorry i've got bad news and i don't know why but the owners have said that they want to look elsewhere wow and i'm like what and he's like the application has been removed now do you think because I've got a few theories of what could have happened here. I'll I'll read you the email, what he said. He said, strange turn of events. So he emailed me this as he was strange talking to me on the turn, phone. Maybe, he is your, maybe he's in your corner. He said, I think strange he is. turn of events. He said that he really tried. He's like, I've, I've really, uh, like, ultimately I work for the landlord, but I was asking them why and they didn't say anything. He said, strange turn of events. The owner has decided not to proceed with your application. I've asked for a reason why. And they told me we would like to continue our search. I've done my best to convince them, but their decision is final. I'm very sorry for this outcome. Did you ask, you didn't get any knowledge from him if the owners knew that you were that annoying TikTok rental guy? straight up. Because I, I was like a bit silent. I was a bit stunned on the phone. I'm like, what? Wow, and he's you like, were yeah. shocked. I was shocked. I was like... <laughs> I, you dropped the glass you were holding. Yeah. I was also like, I knew it. You know what I mean? I knew it was too good to be true. Mm, like it felt dude. right. Like... Until it was locked in and we'd paid a deposit and signed the lease and got them paid the bond and stuff, I did feel like at any minute it could be taken away. And um, so I was shocked, but then also kind of not shocked. But then I was like, why? And he was like, they just said they want to, what was the wording? Not see other people, but they wanted to continue their search. Um, And I'm like, no other reasoning? Like, has any information? Because basically I knew that he knew that I was the landlord reference guy. So I'm like... Has it, was any new information shared with them between the time when they approved it last time and then this decision? And he said no. And I'm like, is it because of the landlord reference thing? And he said, I don't know. Oh, he said, I don't know. I mean, yeah. of course, yeah, but look, this is why whistleblowers don't come forward. <laughs> because of the the repercussions. And it's like you can legislate to be like, you can't discriminate against, you know, age, sex, ethnicity, TikTok yeah. profiles as well, probably. Y- you can't have a law saying you're not allowed to discriminate against someone for being annoying, which is what I would need. Which I need a law against <laughs> discriminating against annoying. Because if I was the owner, there's not a chance in hell I would give you the place. No. There's also, a chance I'm going to fucking share your emails on TikTok. <laughs> dude, also, if I was the landlord, oh no, if I was the agent, I might mm. have done all of that just to fuck with you. 
Well, that's the and real just thing like lying about me. all that. Just, exactly, it just like made you lose three or four days of your life. Exactly, because I I was gonna go to two or three inspections the next that morning, which I missed because I thought I'd got a place, which I said to the guy. He's like, "Oh, sorry." And this is like exactly what happened to me the first time in the story where I got approved and then um, got denied. So that would be a funny troll if you were like, if in the real estate agent community I'm like an asshole and they all think that it'd be funny to fuck with me, then that's exactly what you'd do. I mean, so where do we sit now in terms of like, because if you're going to be homeless, are you going to go back online with this latest chat? Because this guy would have known as well. He's yes. like, I can't give this guy the place, but if I play around with him, huge yeah. chance I end up on his TikToks and then probably bang on, you know, the Today Show again. Well, I have deliberately at, at no point revealed anyone's actual identity, any of these real estate agents. You could reveal his. I reckon he would love it. Yeah, I think he would too, but then that makes me not want to do it. Like, I, And also, I don't think he's the villain in this piece. If I had to guess, I don't think he's deliberately fucking with me. I, he seemed like he wanted to be cool and kind of... Yeah, like liked the whole vibe. Um, I reckon, yeah, it was just the, the, the landlords. I reckon they Googled me and were like, Seebs for this. Because it would be, you would be like, this you person get this stuff offline, seems annoying and they're... And is annoying. And is annoying. <laughs> and like has said things, like in some of the videos, I'm like, it's weird that it's a secret who the landlord is. Like it's a secret who you do business with. So that... Then if you yeah if you're proposing a lease to this person they're gonna really like the, this person being me they're gonna look at who the landlord is and maybe like you know research into me and potentially do something about me like I don't reckon I, um, I reckon they just don't want you fil- filming your dirty TikToks on their property <laughs> they're like yuck we'll have to get the place clean properly you reckon they're Instagram real people these landlords yeah big time big time no I reckon they're big still real on, heads. Um, they're 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 on Vine still <laughs> oh um, God. So what are you going to the media? Are they coming? Are they coming crawling? Well, I've just done some um, social media posts. Um, well, I just did another video about it, basically. The content Th- game, exactly. Which is the only pro out of this is that it is just a fucking another uh, stage in this whole saga that I've gotten myself but dude, into. But this could go. Imagine if you become like Julian Assange, <laughs> yeah. and what? you have to sleep Trapped in an embassy. In the like no, there's nowhere embassy. else for you to stay. You got to go to a. The Ecuadorian embassy. I can't stress how little I've done. I've just literally asked one real estate agent if it would be possible. Please, maybe, maybe a small amount of possibility that they would just ask the landlord for a reference from a previous tenant saying they're a good person. I didn't say I needed it. I didn't say it was a requirement. I just asked the question, immediate cancellation. And then not only from them, but other landlords have just heard that I made a request of that nature and have cancelled me as well. Like it's, but I haven't done anything. I'm not Julian Assange. Julian Assange fucking revealed war secrets about the from Iraq, like video from planes, from military documents. Yes, he revealed Tom. fucking the identity of spies across the world. He influenced a- the fucking 2016 election. I asked Rain and Thorn one simple <laughs> fucking request. Tom, but there is a class war going on. Is there between between the underclass, the working class, and mm. the elite, many of whom own properties? Mm. We have a two tier economy. People can't afford to live in the city, and that's the only place that there's jobs. You're the face of the movement. You're the one who stood <laughs> up to the upper class know. and said, "Hey, something needs to change." Sometimes <laughs> people don't want to become the hero. But sometimes they they have no choice. I was trolling. 
Sometimes the trolls. I've got, I've got a you're the chosen one. What do I do with it then? What am I asking um, for? I think you get shirts printed out. Yeah. And you try to start a march on Canberra. It would be funny to. I mean, I joked about this a little bit when I did the Today Show of like if I got paid off, but like because a few people, as I said in the last one, have like hit me up being like, "Do you want to be the the face of my app where we rate landlords or whatever?" And it's like, mm, not really. Um, yeah, what would be the funniest way to try to commercialize this? In the dude, like at this point, would be it's the just most like angry at. If anyone just gave you a house, like that's all you need. Like oh all you God. need is like just a if someone to gave leave. me. Oh no, no, oh, no. no. Like, oh, you mean like you me get a, a whole house. house? Imagine if someone gave me. I'd, I would say anything. I would like turn around. I'd do a press conference where I'm like, landlords are some of the best people. I myself <laughs> am a landlord, and I would say to all the people out there, you can do it if you work hard. You save enough money, you can become a landlord and it just feels better and it is better. It makes you a better person. But also to be like, if you're renting, just know that your landlord is always right and they're always, they're a better person. Absolutely. That's why they're, they're the landlord. They have lord in their name. They're operating at a higher level. They're a lord. Yeah. Why you're would we put, we You have to pay them. The, the, our language has been passed down from geniuses like Shakespeare. Why would they, in the word, landlord, put the word lord if these people weren't higher and better than you? What if they made better decisions? What if the house is in like the middle of the desert in South Australia? That's a that's a trick. Of course they do that. And then I do the press conference and they're like, yes, now I'll lead you to your house. <laughs> to in your the middle dad. of Lake Air. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh. No, if you, you would do it for a house. What about just an apartment in the inner city? As in I get to stay there for six months or? You can, no, you just get an application approved. Because at this point you don't have anywhere to live. Well, yeah, I do. I got oh, an apartment. When? Yeah, I got approved. Just then? This morning. Oh, congratulations. I'm clapping. That's such a bad end to the story. That's the worst end possible to the story. No, it's a great end. You should do a media uh, like a media conference at the front of the house. <laughs> you can just see it already on Sky News just coming out being like, He's tenant finally. Well, finally I can't keep free. it up. I, th I think I'm going to do a video saying that I've got the place. Yeah. And then I want to ask for one thing. I want to like... Oh, off the know. new landlord. No, no, no. I'm not fucking with the new <laughs> landlord. I've signed the lease. These people, I saw their names. They're just like two people. It's like a couple. They're, I'm staying out of it. I'm going to be the best tenant. That's so funny. Food. Day one, you're just like already got... What are your thoughts <laughs> on climate change? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to do a video, but I reckon ask for something like... Like, call for a change. You know what I mean? What should the change be? What the, the fuck? Are before you the change, Before the change was, ask your landlord for a reference. But I can't, in good conscious, conscience, recommend that now. Like, I got fucked. So you so want, you want like, an end note on this whole saga for yourself? Like, a final, a line in, this is the end, chapter done? Well, the, yeah. I mean, I've got a place, so I think that is a good end chapter. Or if you're trying to start a move, like, do you remember... And we all made fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, I don't know if you want to be like asking people to, you know, go into, but if it happens organically and you become. But it has happened organically. Yeah. But I, I mean, are there like, you know, is there a protest being organized in your name? That's what I feel like organically. Or do you feel now that. Protests, urge... protests don't have, don't happen organically. No, protests someone organizes organized. it, but then like your face is on there. Totally, but I don't want protests. You to go and speak. 
I just want what I was thinking of asking for is like for the landlords to start the good ones because I get all these messages now being like I'm a landlord and I'm like so good to my tenants. I'm one of the good ones. It's the not all men bit of landlords. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask them to start providing references. I think that's how it's gonna start. If they do it, then that will distinguish them from the bad landlords. You know what I mean? What do you think a, a reference from a landlord would even look like? Just a previous tenant being like, they were pretty good. Yeah. Or do you want to see their CV when they worked at Supra when they were 16? <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> no, I reckon just a letter, like a professional reference letter. Like, dear, to whom it may concern, I stayed in this apartment from these dates and they were very good to me as a landlord. They fixed um, things that were when they went wrong and I'd recommend them as a landlord. Dude, that's not bad. And then maybe you get a few personal references as well. Just no, that's all, I'd, that's all I'd want. You don't want like to call, to have to I mean, I'd love it all. Like someone pretending to be like their cousin, <laughs> pretending to be like their former totally. boss or something. I mean, that's what we do. That's what yeah. I do, exactly. But yeah, no, I don't want to ask for too many things at once. I want to make it simple. But you okay. think that's too much like asking? So are you, are you just talking about another video? Yeah, it's just one TikTok, mate. Okay, yeah, of course, go for it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, how, what do I say? But could you like, do it with like empowering music behind? You know, like because <laughs> I'm really into those inspirational videos. At that, are like, get up, you can do it. You know, in your face or whatever, and maybe yeah, you could yeah, do yeah. it, and totally. then cut, maybe cut it with like you, like just a, a collage of like you getting interviewed on the Today Show, blah blah blah, yeah, and being like, so I've done all of this. What I'm asking. It's for the good landlords out there. Be good. You say you're good <laughs> landlords, be good. Provide a reference. <laughs> Show some transparency because you know what? We won't stay silent for much longer or something like that. What do you think? Mic like, drop. That's pretty good. Mic drop. <laughs> we have and the building and the music's building. Yeah. It's gone crazy. This is the day in the life of a revolutionary. Oh, yeah. Day in the life video. Day in the life. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Day in the life of a revolutionary. On the street. <laughs> Hey guys, so I'm still unemployed, looking for a house today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I walk up and down here. I um, knock on the door of the real estate agent. Yeah, they're not going to be in for another two hours, so I'm just going to sit in the gutter. That would be a funny, um, you two'd be like, yeah, day in the life of like a cult leader or day in the life of a pedophile or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so day in the life. Hey guys, up. so I wake up, I start looking for kids to kind of groom, go, you know. Go on some forums, um, pick around. Yeah, no, not really many bites on there, so... Make Don't know the neighbours well. Would love to get to know them more. <laughs> They're kind of yeah. afraid of me. Yeah, ever since that legislation came in where I needed to um, tell them about my uh, sexual assault list status, they have not uh, treated me with the same respect I, was, I treat them. No, I've gone around. I've asked for a cup of sugar recently. They didn't come <laughs> to the door. They think that that was a euphemism for something. Um, and it was. It, it was, was, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't give it to me. Um, yeah, cool. I think do it. Make the video. Call to arms. Um, maybe, you know, and then maybe that wraps up the whole chapter. A podcast has changed my life. That's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down. Tuck in. <laughs>